Hi, I'm Nancy Dufresne. Welcome to our podcast channel. We know you'll be blessed by today's message. Oh, praise the Lord. Would you give Pastor Nancy a hand clap and a, and a big thank you for all that she's doing here. Come on, give her a hand clap for I tell you, um, I came back here because I like this church. There's something about this church I like. You know, I believe this church is going to be in the middle of a series of miracles that's going to be happening in this whole area. This church right here. Father, we thank you for the word. Thank you for the anointing that's on me in these lips of clay, that I do speak this word with excellence, accuracy, and boldness, asking you to think through my mind, speak through my lips, and this word shall come forth unhindered, unchecked by any outside force, and that signs, wonders, and miracles shall follow and accompany the word preached. Now we thank you, give it you all the praise for it in Jesus' name. If you agree, shout amen. amen. Woo! Take your seats, please. Well, I greet you in the name that is above every name, the name of Jesus. And uh, <clears throat> come out here. What time is it now? It's back at the house. What time is it back at the house? Okay. All right. Amen. <laughs> Well, I tell you, um, this, we were talking about it coming in and this whole coastline really uh, from Northern California to down South needs the gospel. I'm not saying other places don't, but this needs the gospel. So uh, it's interesting you talked about faith and by faith, because that's what God has given me to talk about. Amen. Isn't that something? Amen. That's more than a coincidence, isn't it? <laughs> Amen. Amen. Now, I'm going to be here tonight, and then I'm going to be here in the morning. We're going to talk about leadership. Talk about, you know, leadership that's got spine. That means courageous leadership. And then tomorrow night I'll be here. So the man uh, said, uh, you know, Reverend, uh, you really cleaned out some cobwebs tonight. And uh, Reverend said to the lady, come on back tomorrow night. We're going to kill that spider. (laughs) (laughs) Amen. So don't miss tomorrow night. We're going to kill that spider. Uh, my uh, PA and personal assistant, that's Patrice Baker, Patrice Sand, so they could see you. And also, amen. My minister in, uh, carries my bag here, and he also handles uh, Faith Ministries Alliance, FMA, for us. And, uh, and Derek just does a wonderful job. Minister Derek, why don't you stand let him see who you are. <clears throat> All right, well, let's open the Bibles, please. Let's go over here. Now, I need a reader, and I'd like a reader that would, uh, last, now, wait a minute, wait a minute. Last time I said that, they sent me, how old was she, four years old? I mean, but could read like a pro. I mean, read that Bible. I try to get young folks, and I guess they, uh, when I said young, I should have specified, you know, but uh, somebody usually under the age of, of 20 years old that can help me read. Just just come on up and read for me. Anybody? Okay. All right. Amen. All right. Now, <laughs> you, can, okay. uh, you don't need to come this far. Just stand right over there. <laughs> okay. Uh, <laughs> amen. Amen. Uh, 
Do we have a microphone for it? Okay, okay, all right, yeah. Mm -hmm. Thank you. All right, amen. He's got some preach in him, I can tell it. You know, I, he won't, let me at it, boss, let me at it. Uh, okay, let's talk about faith to overcome the world. Yes. Overcome the world. There's a lot of things going on out here. And you need faith. Uh, let's first go to a scripture. It's found in John chapter 16, verse 33. And we'll just see what this says here in terms of uh, our faith. Now, also, uh, I guess you could be able to put uh, the scriptures uh, for the different translations, or you might have a something that you could use to translate it as well. Um, <clears throat> let's look at this. Uh, this is John chapter 16 and verse 33. Go ahead. These things I've spoken to you, that in me you may have peace. In the world you will have tribulation, but be of good cheer. I have overcome the world. Wow. Isn't that powerful? Be of good cheer. Yes. I have overcome the world. So be of good cheer. Now, if you're going to do that, you're going to have to do it by what? You have to do it by faith. Now, let's go to 1 John chapter 5, verse 4. And let's read that one as well. Okay. All right. First John chapter five and verse twelve. Amen. That's all right. We 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 can wait. All right. And we're still talking about being a world overcomer. In a world overcomer. Okay. All right. Go ahead. Okay. Okay. First John chapter five. And verse, uh, what did I say? Chap, chap, chapter 5, verse 4. Uh -huh. Okay. For whatever is born of God overcomes the world. And this is the victory that has overcome the world. Our faith. Even. 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 Even our faith. Even our faith. Okay. Yes, sir. All right. Um, <clears throat> now... Let's go to Matthew's gospel. And let's look at Matthew in chapter, um, Matthew's gospel, and look at chapter 9. All right, and start reading at verse 28, if you could start there. Now, maybe you should come on up here. Uh, and, and yeah, just you can rest it on there, okay? All right. Yeah. Yeah. All right. Now give me your, give me your best voice out of that, okay? Uh, 9.28. Yeah, let's look at Matthew 9.28. Let's just start there. And when he had come into the house, the blind men came to him, and Jesus said to them, Do you believe that I am able to do this? They said to him, Yes, Lord. Then he touched their eyes, saying, according to your faith, let it be to you. Keep going. Mm -hmm. And their eyes were opened, wow. and Jesus sternly warned them, saying, see that no one knows it. All right, but you know how they did. They went out and told it everywhere. Okay. All right, now, according to your faith. Now, faith... Uh, is I look at it uh, in terms of there's a sense knowledge faith and there's a real Bible faith. So there's two faith, two, two, two types of faith. Sense faith, real Bible faith. All right? And so now this sense faith, if you will, in John chapter 20, what happened was Jesus, after his resurrection, came 
And he presented himself to the disciples, came right through the wall. And they said, uh, you know, uh, they, they didn't believe until they actually touched his, his hand and saw the holes in his hand and, and also put their hand into his side. And they said, my Lord, my God. He said, now, now because you have touched me, you believe. But blessed are they who have not done this, yet they believe. So sense knowledge faith is a kind of faith that will see a chair over here and the chair looks good, looks sturdy and so forth, and it goes sit in it. Why? Because it fits the narrative. It fits the senses and so forth. But real Bible faith is faith in the word of God alone. I, I don't need anything else. I don't need the dogs outside the window barking the Star Spangled Banner at 12 midnight. I don't need anything. I don't need to show up. No, nothing but the word of God. And that's where you want to be. That's where you want to, when you're there, you have disconnected from the system. This is, this is very important now because you are here to bring the kingdom of God into the earth. And for you to do that, you're going to have to separate from a system that had control of your thinking, where you could go, how much you could spend, so forth and so on. You have to separate from that. Because when you separate from the system, now you can be able to manage that system. Yes. You can be able to do things in that system that people in it can't do. That's yes. right. Amen. Amen. Because it's a system. Now it's so big yeah. until you can't even see it. I mean, it's now it's huge. Yes, sir. But faith separates you from the system. Yes. Amen. And so once you're separated, now you can have dominion over it. I, I can't have dominion over it if I'm controlled by it. And God's plan for you is that you separate from that system. Go to Psalm chapter 62 and verse um, Let's try verse five and just see what it says here. I'm just going to use you a little while and then we'll pay you off and then I'm going to get somebody over here. Okay. All right. That's what I did last time. Okay. Look at Psalm 62 and verse five. And let's read that, please. My soul waits silently for God alone for my expectation is from him. See what I'm saying? My expectation is from him. See, I'm, I'm, I want to get to the place where the word alone is my evidence. The word alone is all I need to believe. I just want to know, did God say it? And if God said it, I'm going to believe it. And if I believe it and act on it, yes. the more I act on it, the more it pushes me out of that system. Yes, now let's go to John, <laughs> John chapter uh, 17. And let's start at verse 14 here. Uh, we just still warming up here. Yeah. Amen. Uh, okay. John chapter 17 and verse 14. We're going to read down a couple of verses, a few verses there. Okay. Yeah. All right. Go ahead. I have given them your word. Wow. Yeah. And the world has hated them. Isn't that something? Yeah. Yeah. Well, that is. Because. Keep, keep going. Keep, keep, 
keep, keep reading. Because they are not of this world. Yeah. Okay. Just as I am not of the world. Wow. So you're not of this world. Keep going. I do not pray that you should take them out of the world. No, 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 no. We're not praying. Beam me up, Spock. <laughs> no, no, we're not, we're not praying that. He's not praying that. Keep going. But that you should keep them from the evil one. That you should stay in this world and stay above the evil that is in the world. And we have to translate that right. Some people think that means, you know, stay above the evil. You know, it means live up above a liquor store. I mean, or something. I, I don't know. But, but I'm saying, we, we got to... See, but the more I practice the word, the more I'm separated from the system. And this separation is by grace. It's something that happens to you uh, gradually, one, one day and one month and yeah. one year yeah. and so forth. But each time you are growing in faith. Amen. And as you do, you separate more from the world. That was a time that um, I didn't have faith to buy a suit uh, cash. I, I wasn't brought up like that. I was brought up in a house that they has what it was called a Sears Roebuck catalog. Yeah, that's right. Come on. That's right. See, see, you young digital folk don't even know that. But, but in that, uh, mama ordered my pants, my shirts, and everything. And uh, we were always revolving. They had something called a revolving charge account. So everything we owed on, the bed I slept on, the pants I was wearing, all of that, okay. But then I got saved. Now understand when I was young like that, that image had come inside of me. I call it a tree. Now look what it says here in Matthew chapter 15 and verse 13. This is Jesus talking now. I call it a tree, a belief system. Yes. It was inside of me. I had great faith yeah. in debt. Come on, sir. That's all right. Now just listen to me because yeah. all of this, see the, the letter killeth. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. Knowledge alone puffs up. So what I'm telling you is that you learn this bit by bit and he grows you bit by bit. Aren't you glad of that? I mean, in the Old Testament, they had laws in there. You know, if your kids keep acting up and rebellious, kill them. You know, I mean, aren't you glad? Aren't you glad? Aren't you glad? Let me try this side. Aren't you glad we don't have... Come on, sir. Okay, all right, so what do we have here? We have Matthew chapter 15 and verse 13. Look what it says. But he answered and said, every plant which my heavenly father has not planted will be uprooted. Wow, so every tree, every plant, every belief system which the father has not planted, Jesus says it's gonna be rooted up. So the more you stay with him and follow his sayings and do the things that the Bible says, the more you become like Jesus. Pretty soon you'll be a walking word. Yeah, that came from the Holy Ghost. Are you following what I'm saying? So since knowledge, faith, and uh, real Bible faith are on two different sides. Yes, yeah. And we'll talk about how we got to that sense knowledge place in just a few minutes. All right, now let's look at another place. Faith. Three things you ought to know. You ought to know that faith is the currency of heaven. Yes. Faith is the currency 
of heaven. Turn to Isaiah in chapter 55 in verse one. Faith is the currency of heaven. That's what faith is. That's right. Remember now you're in the kingdom and, and, and living by kingdom rules. Are you following what I'm saying? All right. Can you find, get Isaiah, can you get it? Okay, good. Isaiah chapter 55 and verse one. Watch what it says here. Watch this. Ho, everyone who thirsts. No, that in where I came from is yo. Yo. Okay. 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 All right. Okay. Let's, let's keep going. Let's keep going. Let's keep going. Let's keep going. Yo, everyone who thirsts. Come all right, to, that's all right. That's what I'm talking about. Okay. Come to the waters, and you who have no money, come yeah. buy and eat. Yes, come buy wine and milk, yeah. without money and without price. Now, faith is heaven's currency. Yes, yes. yes. See? So once I'm a believer and I have faith, yes, sir. I can buy with no money. That's right. Yeah. Yeah. Come on. Oh yeah. Come on. Yeah. Oh yeah. Yeah. Yes, sir. See? Now understand, if I want to buy something and it's a thousand dollars, and I only have two hundred dollars worth of faith, then I can't buy that. Or else I'm gonna have to go get somebody that's got eight hundred dollars and wrap their faith with mine. That's right. Come on. Come on. Amen. Come on. Yeah. Now I'm talking. What I said is, I mean, eight hundred dollars worth of faith. I'm, I'm just giving you an example because sometimes people are trying to do something that their faith has not been developed yet to try to do. You got what I'm saying? Yes. And, and so that's all right. But pretty soon you, you got to develop your own faith according to your faith, be it unto you. So I got to develop my faith. So I'll have enough faith to do that with. And if you're saved and Holy Ghost is leading you, he'll lead you into greater and greater yes, acts of your faith. Because yeah. he knows the more faith you have, the more you can do for Jesus. So I started out trying to believe a suit or a tie or something or a parking space downtown Chicago and so forth and just kept working that faith. Just kept increasing that faith. Just kept over in Luke chapter uh, 17 verse five, he said, Lord, increase our faith. And I'm telling you, I started increasing it. Next thing you know, I could get me a suit. Next thing you know, I could get me a car. Next thing you know, I could get me a house. Yes. Now, now I, I'm, I'm talking about yeah. by faith. Now I didn't have enough faith at first for this 33 acre shopping mall. So I had to use the faith that I had in the bank's ability to loan it to me. Now understand, he didn't loan it to me. I went to the big banks, they shut me down. Why? The system had me out. They didn't want me to have that much. However, God said, if the money's not here by Monday, go to the bank. I wanted to say, yo, I've been to the bank. But see, he was going to match me at the level of my faith. So Monday came and that was faith that helped me to wait till Monday. Uh, And and so (laughs) I played sleep every night until Monday. (laughs) And, And so then next thing you know, he told me what bank to go to. Small black bank, south side of Chicago, that's known and has a great reputation yeah. for not loaning anybody a dime. <laughs> but faith. Is this the right group I'm talking to? 
See, faith opened up the way. So faith, next thing you know, he said, yeah, I heard about that, Reverend. Can you get me certain papers tonight by six o'clock? I said, I sure can. That's the president of this small bank. I got him papers. He called me back the next day about 11 o'clock in the morning. The Reverend, you got your money. I said, whoa. What did he do? He took the, the loan. He took the, the, the deal and participated it out to other minority banks. Uh-huh. And they took a piece of it. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> now, 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 this is a man that's known. Yeah. Reputation yeah. for not knowing anybody anything. Yeah. <laughs> all of a sudden, faith got a hold of the project. Yeah. That, that's all I'm saying. That's all I'm saying. Next thing that happened, we now, you know, it's all paid off, of course. Now God is keep leading me, see. Now the pandemic hits and now he is saying, I want you to fix the place up and do some repair work and all that while the pandemic is on. I'm thinking God's going to have me do a few hundred dollars worth of work here, a few hundred dollars there. (laughs) How many of you know that's not God? Well, the roof is four million. The uh, uh, build out is five million yeah. and so forth. I'm saying I'm doing all of that yeah. during the pandemic yeah. and watching the amount that I have left in my reserves, watching it go up yeah. while I'm paying that cash. Oh, you got, you got, you got. Well, Reverend, that doesn't make sense. I know it makes faith. It makes faith. Glory to God. Come on now. God's going to lead you into a project that doesn't make sense. That's for somebody right over here. God's about to lead you into a project that does not make sense. Isn't that powerful? So what happens? We got that. And then God, we had a retail portion that I was letting the retail uh, revenue pay itself off. God said, it's taking too long, son. Whoa. Okay, God, what do you want me to do? He said, I want you to pay it off in seven weeks and pay a million a week. Oh, that ain't no money. Let me come over here. <laughs> that, that, man, that ain't no money, man. That ain't no money. A million dollars ain't no money. A million, no money. Sit down. Paid first first week, boom. Paid the bank a million. They said, oh, they called, you know. Paid next week, paid them a million. I'm waiting on accounting to give me the million check for the next week. Nobody called. (laughs) See, this this has reached their choke point. And so I waited. Nobody called that week. I waited till the next week. I said, hey, uh, I noticed we didn't pay anything for last week, our million. He said, oh, oh yeah, pastor. Uh, uh, like he forgot. <laughs> I said, just for that, we're going to pay two million this week. Seven weeks. Now, let me tell you. Who's leading this thing? The Holy Ghost. He knows what you have faith to do. Your mind doesn't. He said one thing over there in Luke chapter 19 and verse 13, occupy till I come. 
That means advance and hope. Advance, come on, and hope. Come on, advance As long as you're in this earth, you're going to be growing your faith. So just get ready. Isn't that wonderful? So faith, you can come and buy with no money. Because if you've got the faith, God will either bring it to you, bring you to it, he'll even give you favor. There is a pastor in California. He's south of here. I've forgotten where he is now, but it's been years ago. But he came and said, you know, I got a house. I said, did you? I said, um, where is it? He said, here in California, in Long Beach, wherever he was. I said, now, will you believe for He said, yep. I said, uh, take me through that. He said, well, the man, do y'all want to hear this story? Yes. Yes. He said, the man <clears throat> called me one late one night, like after 12. He said, is this Reverend so-and-so? I said, yeah. He said, uh, I, I've got a house for you. I want you to come and see this house. And he said, the man was slurring and kind of saying some language and so forth. And he, he said, he kind of hung up. <laughs> he said, about a week or two later, the man calls back again. Yeah. Said, is this Reverend so-and-so? He said, listen, my name is so-and-so. I'm out here in Vegas. And he said, I was in there doing some things and, and uh, something said, get up and give that man that house. Yeah. Well, he said, now you're going to come see this house. Do y'all know that God can speak to somebody? Oh, come on, faith. Come on, faith. The just shall live. So what happened? Got the guy. The guy, he went out there. He said he arrived at the gate. And the guy said, uh, he buzzed. And the guy said, the gates will open. Come on up and follow the path. He said the, the house was 150 yards from the gate. And he got to the house and the man was standing on the porch, two huge double doors open. And he said, he remembers seeing a waterfall in the house behind the man. The man said, oh, I'm glad you're here. Now what happened? You remember when, uh, King, uh, whoever it was, got Sarah. Y'all remember that? He had Sarah in the house and the Lord came to him. Said, you better get rid of her or you're but a dead man. God has ways of having people give you something. If you got faith. And he said he went around the house, the guy showing him, well, this is from Africa and this and so forth. He said, sir, how much was the, uh, is this house appraised for? He said, it's appraised right now for seven and a half million. He said his house was uh, $230,000 with a note on it. <laughs> and this man's house was debt free. Somebody say Amen. amen. Just talking about money, I'm talking about faith. Yeah. See, because one of the things people say, Well, I don't have enough money. Do you have enough faith? Because yeah. if you have enough faith, God will get you the goods. Yeah. Come and buy with no money. money. Noah, God heard me preaching on faith. He said he took his wife. He went down to the car dealership and said, they agreed they're going to get them a car. Yeah. And watch this. They didn't have any money. Yeah. And they said, we're going down here and got there to the car dealership, picked out the car on the showroom floor. Spanking brand new. You know how they shine on the showroom floor. And, and, the, and the salesman, you know how they say, let me put you in this one. You know what I'm saying? Let me put you in this one. 
And uh, he said, oh, it was wonderful. So they sit down to get the deal done. But he said the salesman went into the system, looked at his credit, and it was so bad <laughs> to, the, to the salesman say, sir, um, we're not going to be able to do anything for you. Now, let me recommend somebody who you could go to so forth and so on. He shut back in the chair. God said, get your wife, get up, go and march around the car seven times. Come on, faith. March around the car. Excuse me. March around the car. Seven times, God said, sit down and tell him to check it again. He sat down, told the man, check it again. All the bad credit had been removed and he drove out of there in that car. Is this the right group I'm talking to? Heaven's currency. Faith also is a, it is the master key. It's a master key. Faith, faith will open any door. See, whatever you can do with money, you can do with faith. Faith, faith will get you new teeth. I better come over here for that. Faith. It doesn't make any difference what you need. Yes, need tuition for the kids, need yep. so forth. Use faith. Amen. Amen. And then the last thing here is faith is the servant of the believer. Now this is powerful right here. Turn to a scripture here. And let's go to Luke's gospel. And Luke chapter 17 and verse 5. Let's start right there. How are we doing so far? Now notice what I'm doing. I'm just pushing your faith out there. Now. See, because we haven't been practicing faith and growing our faith. And so many times the Christians been living without their faith. Are you following what I'm saying? Now we're going to really through this time that I'm with you, I'm going to convince you that you have got faith to move mountains. All right. Okay. Starting at verse five, Luke chapter 17, verse five. And the apostles said to the Lord, increase our faith. Mm. So the Lord said, if you have faith as a mustard seed, you can say to this mulberry tree, be pulled up by the roots and be planted in the sea and it would obey you. And which of you having a servant. Wait a minute. Reach, reach, read that again. And which of you, what? Having a servant. Read it again. Which of you, which of you, what? Having a servant. Now he's characterizing faith as a servant. Do you hear what I'm saying to you? And so faith, a servant is designed to work for you. Are you following what I'm saying? Here's a hundred dollars. Let the Lord bless you. Thank you very much. I appreciate that. (laughs) That hundred dollars and about $34,000 worth of faith will get you a new car. All right. Now, uh, now, All right. Now this is very important. I was out, I was with IBM at that time and I went to a a manager's meeting out in California. We were in Chicago. And so what had happened, we had finished a meeting. Uh, The meeting wasn't over, but I had to leave early. And so they called me a limo to leave. And so limo came and so forth. And I left the meeting early and he jumped in the car. Now I'm running a little bit behind. And, and I let him know, hey, I'm running just a little bit behind if you could, you know, kind of, you know, get there quickly for me. And, and so he was, you know, small talk while we were going. And then he pulled up at the airport 
And what happened is I'm running late. Now I'm not thinking of anything else. So I just jump out of the car, you know, on the curb, so forth. And he came around and I thought he was going to cry. Here's what he said, sir, I was going to get the door for you. Sir, I took away his job. You're taking away Faith's job. Here is Jesus. What did he do? He spoke to a tree. While he was asleep, Faith was at work. He came back early the next morning in chapter 20 of Mark chapter 11, it says, Master, the tree which you spoke to yesterday is withered away. He said this, have faith in God. Another way of saying it, have the God kind of faith. So when you put faith on the job, yes, sir. Faith will do the job. So notice what he did. He spoke to it, went up there, went to sleep. While he was asleep, what was faith doing? Working, getting the job done. And I'm telling you, you can speak things by faith. And while you're doing something else, faith will be working. And faith never returns until the job has been completed. Say amen to that. Now, this is something I was going to save for tomorrow. But I need, I think I need to talk about it tonight. I think this is the right bunch for it. Am I right about that? Now, Faith is no respecter of persons. God is no respecter of persons, but he is a respecter of faith. So here is, here is, here is, watch this now. Here, I want you to get this. Here is uh, in, in, um, let me, let me get, get the right example for you. Um, Acts chapter 10, verse 34, Peter said, sit up. He said that I perceive that God is no respect of persons, but in every nation, he that feareth him and worketh righteousness is accepted with him, has the same access to his blessing. Got it? You with me? So here is faith, a servant, no respecter, a person. Got it? Faith will work for you just as quickly as faith will work for me. But in this... I want you to see John chapter six and where Jesus fed the 5,000 yes. plus women and children. Yes. All right, here he goes. Now watch this. You better track me on this. <laughs> so here he goes and here is the multitude to be fed. Those the disciples you know, feed them. Disciples said, wait a minute, 200 penny worth of bread is not sufficient that everyone would take a little. They're counting up money. And then Jesus said, see, you can't let money intimidate you. Are you following what I'm saying? You, you got to get over that. You got to get over that. Money is not your master, it's your servant. All right, so what happens now is 
There's a lad here. He has two fish and five barley loaves, but what is that among so many? Jesus said, that, and make the men sit down. And he sat down about whatever thousand. And then he took two fish loaves, he broke them, began to give them out. And everybody got fed and everybody was full. Now, thousands of people with two fish and five loaves. You with me? Yes. Now, he said, now take up the fragments that remain that nothing be lost. Amen. So they took them up and where do you think they went? Twelve baskets got full. Where did the 12 baskets go to? The little boy. Whose seed was it? The little boy's. Where did it go back to? The little boy. No, no, you watch me. Faith is the servant of the believer. It doesn't make any difference how old the believer is. He's no respecter of persons. So here, see, you're with me? You don't do it. Faith does it. And, and if faith does it, and faith is a servant, and faith will work for a nine-year-old and a 90-year-old, and they don't do it, faith does it, then faith will do the same thing for a nine-year-old as faith will do for a 90 year old. That's right. That's right. That, yeah, that, that didn't, it, it didn't hit right. Come on. Come on. Watch this. Yes. All right. Here's my son, David. Dad, where are we going on vacation this year? 12 years old. Saved. Born again. Watch this. Same faith as I have. Yes, sir. Yes, Come on, same, same, it's not but one kind of faith. Right. That's right. And that's the God kind of faith. That's right. So you can have, you can have the same faith as I do yes. and the difference between what I've accomplished and what you've accomplished or what you've accomplished is our faith. Yes. Yes. Amen. Amen. I have more faith. Yes. Yes. Amen. Amen. Hallelujah. Amen. Come on now. Yes. It's it. See, they told me, they said, oh, uh, the Reverend, uh, they're not going to let you, you have that mall because they don't want black people to have that much uh, property in so-and-so. You, you know what I said? Who are you talking to? See, 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 if, if I got faith, it doesn't make any difference what color I am. to see this because yes, this, this is, this, I believe this is what I came to tell you. Part of it. That, I'm going to tell it. Okay. Amen. Now <laughs> <laughs> uh, you hear me? Yeah. Because here's a woman. Yes, sir. She goes to the prophet. She said, listen, listen, wait a minute. She said, now my husband is dead and you know my husband did fear the Lord. Now, the creditors are coming to take my two sons to be slaves and bondmen. Right. What are you going to do about it? Right. He said, well, what do you got in your house? She All said, right. I don't have anything in the house except a pot of oil, a little pot of oil. Uh-huh. Right. He said, go borrow some vessels. Don't borrow a few. Uh-huh. Come in with your sons uh-huh. and shut the door yes, and begin to pour out yes. and set aside what is full. So she's going to borrow big vessels Uh with a little jar of oil and to come in, Uh don't 
tell the kids to go out to play because you need their faith. You sending them out and you trying to, wait a minute, you, you raise them kids right and put a legacy of faith in them. They can get you a new car, man. Sit down. It's not you that's doing it. Once you come into the kingdom, it's a life of faith. God wants to preserve you. That's why he gave you a servant. about it. Now, it's, it's our mind that's been, been tripping out because we've been taught a lot of stuff, yeah. but who told you that? Come on. Who told you you're not supposed, who told you you couldn't be stronger as you got older? some water. Now, I'm saying something. You've been lied to. And the reason why the enemy doesn't want you with faith, because one, it separates you from the world, but secondly, it'll reveal the lies. about it. Yeah. Older, mind sharper. Yeah. Stop thinking, well, I'm getting old now and our, uh, my mind ain't what it used to be. <laughs> Where'd you get that from? Who, who told you that? As a man thinketh in his heart, so is he. I believe this is a right crowd, right crowd. I normally don't go through a demonstration like that, but I, I believe I still got some unbelievers in there. Now, I want you to get the revelation of that. Don't send the kids out to play. If they're saved, sanctified, filled with the Holy Ghost and got faith in them, you need that faith. And watch this. I got news for you they can believe for some stuff you might have problems believing. I didn't want to say that, but I had to release that. We're going to shame the devil here in this, in this generation right here. Well, we've been lied to. But God now is raising up some, some Gideons. Come on. We're we talking about folks that don't have all the degrees. Yeah. Yeah, that's right. But they're going to be your next leadership. Now, where was I? So, little boy, oh, vacation. All right, so here, here he was. Man, you did that. Let me give you a hundred. Did somebody over here say that? No, they didn't. You ain't said nothing. You ain't said a word. You kept your mouth shut. Okay. So, I'm saying that he's vacation, 12 years old. I said, Tom, where you want to go? He said, Hawaii. I said, okay. You're going to have to believe God for your ticket. Okay. He just wanted permission. He took his little piggy bank 
and sowed his seed, came back to me and said, Dad, I got my ticket all the way over there and halfway back. Now, how he going to get across that Pacific and come on back in here? I don't know. But at least he had that. Watch this. First class. Twelve. If faith does the work, what difference does the age make? See, you're trying to apply human logic to a eternal world. Come on, sir. No, 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 no. That's where all the miracles have gone. People trying to reason out something before they see them. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. No, no, no. Miracles are coming back. Yes. Watch this. Yes, sir. Big time. Yes. Yes. Big time. So what am I saying? I'm saying faith is a master key. Faith is heaven's currency. And faith is a servant. Now just think of it and start putting your servant to work. Brother Hagen calls it turning your faith loose. You got him bound. Yes, sir. He's looking for something to do. He's got his hands folded, looking for something to do. I haven't said one thing. I stood in the pulpit and God said, speak that word that I put in your heart. I said, we're turning jails into boarding schools. Come on. Cook County. What's happening in Cook County? All this next thing I know we have got uh, people getting born again in Cook County. Watch this. People now going through uh, literacy classes. People are going, now they have a digital course that we've got ability to take computers behind the wall now and teach it all, all that. Watch this. And just lately, they opened up a high school behind Cook County Jail. Because of one person's faith. Yes, sir. I don't care how big it is. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. Hallelujah. Speak to that mountain. Hallelujah. And I really believe that's the way we're going to really change things in the earth. God's people got to come back to the spoken word. Yes. Amen. He can change anything with that. There was a man, I remember, if I'm remembering correctly in the scriptures, that was four days and stinking, whose name was Lazarus. That's right. Yes. Yes. Jesus said, Lazarus, come forth. Glory to God. And he did. Yes. And Jesus said this in John chapter 14 and verse 10 it's not the me, it's the Father in me. He's doing the work. Yes, then he said in verse 12, if you believe on me, the works that I do, you can do them too. That's right. That's right. Spoken word. Spoken word. Yes. I said spoken word. Spoken word. Hallelujah. So, five levels of faith. One, no faith. And we'll finish with this. We'll take up from here tomorrow night. No faith. He's going over across the waters over there in Mark chapter 4 and verse 35 through 41. He storm came up. They start yelling for Jesus to wake up. Don't you care? We're about to die. He rebuked the wind, said to the sea, peace be still, and then turned to them. He said, how is it that you have no faith? Somebody said, well, you know, um, God was trying to, you know, strengthen them. No, the devil was trying to kill him. That's right. That's right. That's right, sir. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. So what am I saying? No faith is the bottom. Little faith. That's where in Matthew's gospel, in 
in chapter 14, mm -hmm. that here's Jesus coming to them walking on the water. Uh -huh. yeah. And next thing you know, Peter saw him walking, yeah. starting at verse 27 through 31. Yes, sir. And he saw him walking, he said, wait a minute, if that be you. Yeah. See, real faith people are adventurous. Yes. And he said, bid me to come to thee on the water. What did Jesus say? Come. He got down out of the boat. He walked on the water to go to Jesus. What do you think the rest of the disciples were saying? You better get back in here. You better, boy. Man, mama and them don't like you out here doing this. Well, you follow what I'm saying? Yeah, you got a lot of discouragers. Yes, sir. Yes, yeah. sir. Because they're not adventurous. That's right. Come on. That's go, right. Don't want to go nowhere and That's don't right. want you to walk. That's exactly right. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. You got to shake the dust off yeah. your boots yes, sir. and go on. Keep going. Go on. God's got big plans for you. Amen. Yes, sir. Amen. Amen. You're good. So Peter walked on the water to go to Jesus, and all of a sudden, watch this, watch this, watch this. He took his eye off Jesus. Uh -huh. Why? Because the wind was boisterous. And when you're walking in a miracle, you can never stand to be distracted. It takes focus. Takes focus. Takes focus. And, and you got to watch this because faith takes focus. I, I went in the military and I was flying for years. I was flying fighters and I went to Vietnam, so forth. But in training for the fighters that I flew, Phantom Jets, there's radar. And you have to go to radar school. That's three months. You have to go to radar school. So they teach you how to handle it and so forth and so on. But that radar is interesting. As you're flying in this military and they show you that it's an airplane coming at you, you can lock onto it. You can put the pipper over it and just lock a little cursor and lock onto it. And once you lock onto it, all the display of the information comes on your screen. It'll tell you how fast, it's called the v -sip -c. it'll tell you how fast it's approaching, it'll tell you what altitude it's at, so forth and so on. Yeah. So you can ID it first. Yeah, sure. So that is great, but once you lock on, yeah. everything else on the screen disappears. Uh, uh, that's yeah. good. So now you become vulnerable to anything else that's out there. So faith takes a lock on and a trust in God that he'll take you to the other side. Did you follow that? Here's what he says. Here's what he says over in Proverbs chapter four and verse 20. My son, attend to my word. That means focus. That's right. That's right. Attend to my word. Yes. Um, let it not depart from your eyes. Keep it in the midst of your heart. For your, the word is life to those that find it and health and medicine. Come on, to all your flesh. Yes, sir. Come on. So what did Peter do? He lost his lock on. And when you're walking in a miracle, you can't afford to look away. Very good. You got what I'm saying? Yes, sir. And yes. you're going to have to trust God to take care of you. Amen. Come on. Very good. Amen. Amen. But that's God's way of really taking you and having you to depend on him. Say, I'm locked on. You see a promise to, for you in that Bible? Lock on. Lock on. I don't care what around you goes on, stay locked. Yeah. Because he is faithful that has promised. Isn't that good? Yes. Last thing and we'll close it out. So here's David, 16 years old. He said, Daddy, I want I finished driver's ed now, I want a car. I said, Fine. <laughs> you just want, you know. I mean, <laughs> <laughs> People in hell want ice water. I mean, you know, <laughs> but, you know what I'm saying? But, uh, you know, we got to be real on this deal here. But what happened? He said, I said, you believe God for it. Yeah. Okay. Took his money again, sowed that seed. 
Next thing you know, I got a call from the office. Hey, Pastor, are you somewhere by the office? I said, sure am. He said, uh, um, there's a couple up here that has a seed for you because they are believing God for something big. I said, well, okay, all right, I'll be right there. So I came. Once I got there, <clears throat> I, uh, they came, they had an envelope. They gave me the envelope. I said, wait, well, hey, praise God. And uh, we prayed and believed God and so forth. All right, after that, <clears throat> I left and I was going home. <whistles> Caught a whistling. You know, just got blessed. Yeah. And some said, some said, that's not your money. I said, <laughs> I started whistling as loud as I could whistle. And I just asked in my mind, who's it? I said, that's David's. That's his car money. That's his harvest. Wow. Went and gave it to him. Went down and bought a brand new car cash. Listen. It doesn't make any difference how old they are. That's right. That's right. Come on. Watch this. I got little boy faith. Watch this. I got teenage faith. David was a teenager when he slayed Goliath. Watch this. Joseph was a teenager when he worked for Potiphar. I got young lady faith. This young lady faith, that's the kind of faith that um, here is a woman named uh, Esther, Esther. Yeah, right. and Esther went in there to the king unannounced, uh -huh. and he said, Esther, what do you want? I'll give it to you up to half of my kingdom. Wow. Yeah. That's it. Yeah. I, I, I've got, I've got, uh, want to get a husband faith. <laughs> I mean, I, I, that, that, it's in the book. It's in the book. It's in the book. Her name was Ruth. And she said uh, to her sister, go on back to the Moabites. I'm going to stay here with, with mother-in-law. And because and what her God is going to be my God. See, she had studied that covenant somewhere. And she got down there picking them pole beans, you know, with the rest of the poor, poor people. And along came a man on a white horse. And he saw her and said, whoa, 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 whoa. He asked the foreman, said, who is that? Oh, that's just a Ruth, a Moabite woman. That's a, a who? Moabite. Hey, girl. Are you following what I'm saying? She didn't have her hair done, fingernails done. She had faith, man. That's a movie. <laughs> Woo! Boy, that preaching right there, man. Woo! The Bible says in Hebrews 11, 11, Sarah now had faith to conceive seed at 90 years Tell me what faith won't do. Come The enemy is after your faith. I know you're good looking, but he's not after you. He's after your faith. Because without it, you can't defeat him. And he knows it. My name is Bill Winston, and I approve this message. God bless you in Jesus' name. We trust you've enjoyed this message. Visit us at DufresneMinistries.org to learn of our upcoming meetings, share your testimony, become a partner, or visit our online store. This program has been made possible by the friends and partners of Dufresne Ministries.